Professor Brain Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Are there any laws that you experienced during this journey? Yes, this was a good lab, but are there any laws that you experienced mm-hmm. in your experience or anything? Um yes, definitely. Of course, it's always it's always a roller coaster, right? Doing science, mm-hmm. there's always ups and downs. I think mm, um yeah, I think the the hardest years for me during the PhD were, I think, the first and the second, especially the second year, I think, mm-hmm. um, where I felt um, you know, sci- we work in a we work in labs with a group of people as a team, but mm-hmm. I feel science work can still be very um solitary mm-hmm. because in a way you're the only person working on your project mm-hmm. and so yeah at times it felt quite isolating in a way um yeah so it um you know and and then often i had this feeling of, well you know who else cares about my project is it just me who cares about this project mm-hmm. um it also took me a while you know and this was part of also developing a, a relationship with my supervisor so like mm-hmm. a, a mentor you know mentor mentee relationship mm-hmm. um where eventually I felt, you know, that yeah, she cared about the project as well, and also about me as a as a as a scientist and as a person too, mm-hmm. and uh, and so eventually that was also that was a bit of a turning point when I, you know, when I, um, well, when I sort of understood that eventually and how, you know, and then from then on I always felt accompanied in a sense. Mm-hmm. And mm. so, uh, and that always made things easier, you know, even yeah. going through, I mean, other types of lows, like, you know, failed experiments and, mm. um, and when sometimes the project seems to be leading nowhere or, you know, yeah. So, um, yeah, so there were moments when I felt a bit like, oh, you know, what am um yeah, the project is not going anywhere. I will maybe not be able to publish. Mm-hmm. Um, and and at times I was always like, okay, well, you know, then if that's it, well, then that's how it's going to be. And I, you know, and I kind of, um, yeah, so there was, you know, certain periods where I felt like, okay, I will just accept that, you know, this PhD is not going to be a success. 
Mm. And but that's what it is. I will just, you know, I'll just keep working and doing my best. But you know, it's not gonna be, um, it's not gonna be that good. And well, mm. it's what it is, <laughs> mm. in a way. Um, and and I remember, yeah, the, you know, I think there was, yeah, two moments like that mostly, mm. and. Um, and in both of them, I was rescued, let's say, by by other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so in one of the moments, actually, it was my mom who mm-hmm. came um, who came for a visit, mm-hmm. and I remember we were walking in a you know in a garden in Paris, um, and I was sharing with her how I felt like you know. I enjoy the lab, I enjoy my supervisor, but you know, the project, I really feel it's not going anywhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, I'm not, you know, I, yeah. And I didn't see a way out of it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and even even though my, my supervisor was, was trying to be encouraging, but, you know, I, I I felt sometimes like, you know, who cares about these things that I'm doing or sort of like an on top, you know, it doesn't seem the results are not so interesting or, you know, and so then, yeah. And so during this conversation with my mom, she, yeah, she actually gave me some energy back, let's say, Um, you know, she was, she was very supportive and, um, and she was a bit like, well, but you know, it, so far everything has worked out you know in in a good way um you know and and so you just you know you just as always you just need to work and dedicate yourself to it and you know and things yeah with good work good things come sort of mm-hmm. and so um so that kind of you know that kind of um was a bit of a turning point um in that um i felt like oh right yes i you know i i shouldn't give up on this just yet and i shouldn't accept that it's not going to be good i mm. should you know let's yeah let's try to make it better <laughs> mm. um Having said that, well, you know, a lower period came afterwards as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I guess, you know, related to the same things, you know, always, you know, also some, I guess, some lack of self-confidence at times um, and feeling, you know, um, not always feeling on top of your game or feeling that other people are, you know, are on top of their games and you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, yeah, so I remember at, um, so this, the second moment was when, when, um, a previous PhD of the lab came for a visit, Mm -hmm. uh, to Paris and to the lab. And Mm -hmm. then, yeah, my project was in some way a continuation of things he had done before. So, you know, he understood my project very well. Mm -hmm. And, and so we sat to discuss the results, etc. And... (laughs) And then it was very funny because, you know, I was showing him all the results and for me, they were, you know, I didn't see, uh, you know, I thought they were not so interesting, let's say. Oh, making sense. Yes, exactly. And, and then he was looking at them and he was getting super excited about them. 
Mm. And, you know, and it made me look at them in a different way. Mm. And, and that's, you know, ever since I've kept this with myself, that, you know, it's indeed very important to share your results with other people, you know, to discuss them with other people, even in mm. an informal, you know, over coffee or whatever, because then yeah. you get, you know, you get back some feedback, which sometimes can help you indeed see things in a different way. Mm-hmm. and and so you know that really you know that discussion really encouraged me to to continue on on the track that I was with with the experiments with the project mm. and you know and eventually well it wasn't you know it's not like it was a breakthrough or something but I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm happy with what I achieved at the end and I think we we you know we stumbled across interesting things and yeah so um yeah overall i would still say you know i had a quite positive experience throughout Mm -hmm. my phd so when you're done with your phd um Mm -hmm. sorry before this question throughout your journey from when you, Mm -hmm. you finished your bsc um were there mm-hmm. other people who seeked, apart from the people who went into masters, were there other people who seeked uh, employment opportunities after that? Um, I think very little. Um, mm. I think there were people who who changed subject, let's say, you know, um, mm. or they dropped biology during the the three years, uh, and they went for other degrees. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know for sure because we were many, you know, mm. so there was like more than 150 students every year entering biology, mm-hmm. but, but I would, yeah, I think almost for sure that everyone went for a master's degree afterwards. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Then after master's, do people seek employment opportunities after that? Like, is there a mm-hmm. cohort that goes into employment? Mm. Um, I mean, in general, yes, there are some people that do, but yeah, from my batch, let me think. I think most people try to get PhD positions. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think, I think most people did, yeah. Is it hard to get a PhD position? Yeah. Is it hard to get a PhD position? It is. Um, to some degree. Mm. Um, I, I think it, you know, if you really want, I mean, you know, it always depends on how much you want it and how much, you know, are you willing to go anywhere? You know, mm. can, you know, will you look in just one country or are you looking into different countries or you know you know in that sense so i think it's both you know can be difficult but eventually if you're open to mm. you know different cities etc i think mm. you you know it's you eventually find one. a phd yeah Okay, so after you've done you with your PhD, what were you what were you thinking after that? What were you looking forward to? Were you thinking of going still be in academia or 
did you ever think of going to into industry? Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt I wanted to go for industry. Mm. Um, I've always felt if I would leave academia, I would rather go do something different as in related maybe to teaching, you know, then could be teaching like high school teacher or uh, or even elementary school natural mm-hmm. sciences teacher mm-hmm. um, or teaching Portuguese to foreigners <laughs> as a foreign language. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've always thought, you know, I, yeah, I was never really drawn to industry uh, or to like companies or, yeah. Um, do you want to share the reason? The reason, um, so it's, well, actually only a, a few years ago, I think I realized why. In, mm-hmm. So during my time here in Germany, um, as a postdoc, we had some uh, lectures as well. And, mm-hmm. um, and there was this exercise about values. Um, you know, and what are your core values and what values do I, do you identify in academia and in industry and in other types of jobs, you know, and then, you know, and of, yeah, so of course this is all biased by the way I look at these different things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of a sudden for me, it was clear that, you know, the values that I associate to industry were not very well aligned with the values that I think are important. Um, you know, but this, this is also, this is of course a bit subjective as well. Um, but in general, um, yeah, I felt like this is not the type of, yeah, it's not the type of job that I would, that I think I will be the happiest in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So after you're done with your PhD, um, Mm -hmm how did you transition to your postdoc? Because I'm assuming that's where you went directly, is it? <laughs> yes, yes, I did, mm-hmm. I did. Um, so, yeah, I I knew I wanted to, to stay in academia. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not very sure of what to do next in terms of projects or... Um, I mean, looking back, I think I, I maybe I should have thought a bit more about it in terms mm-hmm. of like research directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think at each step, I feel I'm a bit naive and I just, you know, um, I was, um, I was interested in many different things as well. And um, I knew I wanted to stay in Europe mm-hmm. also for, you know, family reasons. Mm. Um, I, so yeah, at the end of my PhD, I got married, and so you know, I I didn't want to go far away, um, mm. because I yeah, because I knew I wouldn't be moving with my partner right away. So uh, so we knew we you know we wanted to stay close enough to each other that we could visit each other every now and then, mm. um. And so, and so I, I looked across, you know, Europe, um, you know, in some institutes, uh, what sort of 
research they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I knew some, but I was also looking a bit outside of my immediate network. Mm-hmm. Um, and that then, a, well, you're still mm-hmm. doing your PhD at this time. Yes, yes, towards okay. yeah, towards the end, yeah, towards okay. the end, mm-hmm. yeah. I think kind of like a year before the end of the PhD, mm-hmm. I, um. Yeah, I started thinking like, oh, you know, I should, I should start looking. Okay. Um, and then I identified a few labs, mm. three labs, where I thought, well, you know, maybe, um, yeah, I will apply to these three ones, mm. um, which I chose mostly based on the science they were doing. Um, if it's something you're interested in. Oh, if it aligns to what you had done, what do you mean by the science? Mm-hmm. Yes, but both things that you said. Yes, on, on one hand, I was interested by the you know their topic and their approaches, uh-huh. and on the other hand, yeah, they were connected to what I was doing already, but you know from a slightly different angle, okay. uh, or using a different model system. Mm. Um, so yeah. So, 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 yeah, so um, I decided to go for a conference at the end of my PhD as well, because uh, I also thought, well, on one hand, to share my data, but on yeah. the other hand, because I thought, well, you know, I went for a so, conference on, on, on my topic, so a good opportunity to meet people, right? And network, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, and so these people, you know, the, the, these three labs I had identified, all of them would be in this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, two of them were attending and the other one was actually at the institute that was hosting the, the, the conference. Okay. Um, and so again, I thought, well, okay, I contacted them in advance and asked mm-hmm. if they would have some time to, to meet me. Um, and so, yeah, so I just met them in sort of like the, the you know, the coffee breaks during the, the conference. Mm-hmm. And and we discussed briefly and we, you know, we said we should organize a visit to their labs and I could present um, there and talk to their people, etc. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I also talked to these other uh, group leader who was on site, you know, who was working at the institute hosting the conference, mm. uh, which is where I am now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So disclaimer. So this is uh, this is not mm-hmm. like what you had, not in the list of the ones that you had chosen, right? It, it was one of them. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it was one of them. It's just that yeah, it was he had just started his lab actually. Mm-hmm. So a young group leader. And mm-hmm. and so since I was around, I also met with him and we had a very good chat and I was very excited about it. And and this institute they had it, it has its own postdoc program. Mm-hmm. So they have 20 positions every year, 20 fellowships. Um, And so I thought, you know, that would also be a good opportunity because I didn't have, um, I didn't have a paper from my PhD yet. 
you know, towards the end. I published all my PhD papers after I had left already my PhD lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was not, you know, for most postdoc fellowships, you need to have a paper published already. Um, Wait. And so I knew I was not... Mm-hmm. Uh, how does it work? You had published your PhD... Mm-hmm. Did you publish your PhD thesis? Okay, or rather, did you write your PhD thesis? Did you submit? Um, Had you submitted? When I was talking to these people? Yeah. Not yet, no. Okay, um, so... Okay. I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay. Continue You're saying that you need a uh, paper published so that you can get a uh, postdoc most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. so... You know, I so when I finished my PhD, I still stayed six months in in my PhD lab, mm-hmm. um, finishing experiments, finishing the projects, but working on the paper. Mm-hmm. But you know, they were not close to being finished or anything, um, and so in advance, I knew I was you know I could not apply to certain fellowships for a postdoc, mm-hmm. and. But well, but there was this, you know, so there was this institute where I am now with this postdoc program where, you know, you didn't have to publish a paper necessarily to be mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, since I like the interaction with with uh, with this group leader, Justin, mm-hmm. um, I like the interaction with him. And so I thought, you know, and then um, talking to different people, I also got good feedback about the institute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it would also be an added value that it was a young group leader and a young lab, you know, just starting, mm-hmm. which was quite different from what I had for my PhD, where it was a very established lab, sure. you know, 20, mm-hmm. 20 people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so I was excited about that and we decided to apply to this program, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then luckily I, I, I got accepted. And so, um, you know, so in the end, I, I didn't even talk to the other two labs that I had considered. Mm. Wait, you had <laughs> already made your decision that after you met Justin, you like, yeah, sort of. this yes, is where I'm exactly. going. Yes, yes. I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit like, um, well, love at first sight sort of thing which you know it's not always a very good you know it's not like i'm saying it's a good advice yeah yeah it's, but it's, it's not just necessarily you. but mm. it's just how i work yeah exactly mm. you know it's um <laughs> this is very silly but you know it's a bit similar if i go shopping for clothes you know if mm. if there's a jacket that i really like i know that you know i might look for other ones but i'm already fixed on that one <laughs> okay um so <laughs> You know, poor Justin. I'm not comparing him to a jacket, but uh, just to say that, <laughs> just to say that, um, yeah. After talking to him, I, uh, you know, yeah, I, I sort of, you know, then it was sort of a positive feedback loop that, you know, I got excited about it, and then mm. I just let different things feed in and make me feel like, okay, this was a good choice, and you know, I, mm. um. I really like the town as well, where the institute is. 
Um, it's very calm and close to nature as well. And, mm-hmm. and so... Nature is back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it, it felt like a, a good, yeah, a good, a good choice. And mm. so, and then I got the fellowship, you know, I got this, the fellowship through this program. And so, yeah, so I came and that's where I'm, I'm still, I still am soon to finish, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still finishing my postdoc. Do you want to talk about more about what you do? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. In terms of, in terms of research. Yeah. Right? Um, yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> In a sense, you know, to to not go into too many details. Yes, it's still it's still a bit, <laughs> it's still a bit similar to the questions I was pursuing during the PhD, trying mm. to understand um, how uh, how gene regulation works, mm. and so looking into these special DNA sequences that are called uh, enhancers. And that they can determine in space and time when genes are turned on or off uh, mm-hmm. during development, during embryonic development. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm using different molecular tools to uh, to change these enhancers, mm-hmm. mutating them, for example and trying to understand how that influences how the genes are regulated. Mm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, huh. 